Welcome to Oh! A Podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you by Oh! Rock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of Oh! Rock. And I'm Michael Gray, the head author of Oh! Rock. Do I use author or writer? You've literally never used author. Okay, I'm the head writer. (laughs) (laughs) You can be head author if you want. I actually just got some new business cards printed up that say head boy on them. Oh, man. Yeah, you should do it too. It was like fifteen bucks for five hundred of them. It's a good deal. Hmm. Okay, so um, I, I'm gonna start off the ro- <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> I was gonna say romance. So you you <laughs> tweeted something called the language of love. Here is this, oh. this is a visual novel. Oh my. Yeah. Uh, I retweeted because uh, I played another visual novel by that person that I liked. So I wanted to retweet this one and try to win a free copy of it. <laughs> Okay, so it looks like you've got one love interest in this game. <laughs> oh, yeah, so so remember we, we talked before about kinetic novels, right? This this is a kinetic novel. There's no choices at all. It's just it's just a story that you play through. Man, why can't I just, just take my book and make that a kinetic novel? We can try that sometime if you want. I think I think this person's been very successful with it. All they right, have yeah. like a dozen or so games on Steam. I really, really want to do that now. Put it on the list. So an update on uh, uh it, it was, it's been a good month for us because we've got like updates on our video games, right? Didn't you have? Yes. Uh, we have a big update for Cat President. Yes, the script is done. Yay! By which I mean the di- the dialogue, like not not the coding script. It's very confusing that they use the word script to mean code. Uh, but no, the the dialogue and story is all is all ready to go. We did it. Yay, and I think I've got a I've got a, a change we need to make here. Why? Why? So I think we made a joke about pawing left instead of swiping left because they're oh, yeah, cats. Yeah, yeah. But in in the cat book I've read, they use swipe all the time. So uh, oh. I'm afraid swipe is in fact a cat term. Oh, it's okay. I think I removed the whole pawing left joke anyway because it didn't make sense anymore. I couldn't think of a good pun name for Tinder, so we we took we removed it. Um, Scratch.com was the yes. I think Scratch.com is with. awesome. <laughs> Scratch.com is great. I was really torn between that and I think it was Jetty's uh, uh, suggestion, "Plenty of Cats," which was also really good. It's a parody of "Plenty of Fish," but I think Scratch.com is the best one. Um, anyway, yeah, the Paul left joke is gone. I'm sorry to say. Okay, good. So we don't need to replace it. <laughs> we don't need to even worry about that. We don't need no. to replace it. We just, I was just trying to keep up with the uh, cat the, vocabulary. The cat lingo, yes. Good. We want the game to be as realistic as possible. That's, that's sort of one of our goals this time around. Well, the thing is, that's very strange, because I've been reading the Warrior Cats series. <laughs> you have been? That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, do you know anything about these books? Uh, no, I only know of it from another podcast, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. I've never actually read the books. Oh my gosh, so there are apparently like a million of them, and I was commissioned to read them. It's like, it's not anything I would read All on of my them? own. <laughs> I, I... We'll find out, because the same thing happened with Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events. Like, somebody commissioned me to read the first one, and then I got commissioned to read the second one, and then nobody wanted to commission me to read the oh. third one, and so I've only read the first 
<laughs> two. Uh. But that's with the Warrior Cat. So I've been commissioned to read the the first two. And uh, I, I read the first one. It was kind of okay. And I just finished reading the second one yesterday. So the premise of this series is that um, cats can talk. I, I think it's just hilarious, the idea of like talking cats. Obviously, we made a game about it. But yeah. This game, it, it's it's supposed to be something like Game of Thrones, I guess, or like medieval Scotland Braveheart. It, it's something like that, but with cats. So they're just wild cats, and they, they ta- they've got like these four clans that are always fighting with each other, and always trying to murder each other and avenge each other and stuff like that. It, it just, it, and it's just hilarious, because they're all cats. <laughs> it sounds like this is a license we should be pursuing. <laughs> Can we make a warrior cats game? I don't know. I, I, I find it kind of silly, but it's also good, just like this high Shakespearean drama, but I can't get over the fact that they're all just little kitty cats <laughs> fighting with each other. Oh. Um, so, so fun fact, um, I, I mentioned that I learned about warrior cats from my brother. My brother and me, that's an advice show. Uh, they answered a question about warrior cats from Yahoo Answers. Uh, and that question is actually where the name Thunderpaw comes from. <laughs> From oh. Cat President. So I, I, when I was trying to think of good cat names, I remembered that question. So I went back and found the Yahoo Answers post, and I was trying to pick a good names from it. And, and Thunderpaw was on the list. So that's where that comes from. <laughs> that was something I kind of ripped the series for in my first <laughs> was review. The names. And yeah. it has, the names are terrible. Let me go through these names. Because <laughs> it, it starts off with like an index of who all the characters are, which we need because all the character names are so terrible. <laughs> um, oh, Sandpaw, Dustpaw, Swiftpaw, Cinderpaw, Brackenpaw. Good luck trying to tell the difference between any of those characters. <laughs> there is some Warrior Cats fans listening to this podcast right now that are really upset with you. <laughs> I can't tell the difference between Sandpaw and Dustpaw. Swiftpaw. I don't even know who Swiftpaw is. Cinderpaw? Okay, I know her. And uh, Well, yeah, obviously everyone knows Cinderpaw. Well, she, she, she's the main character's uh, apprentice, so that's the only reason I really know her. Sure. It's like she gets more screen time than any of these other paws. <laughs> After the paw, yeah, they, they, they basically just take like uh, a color and they add either paw or fur or, or sometimes tail if they're getting creative. But yeah, all, all these names are just terrible, and you can't tell the difference between any of the characters. Thunderpaw would probably be a character who would appear in the Warrior Cats, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there was a, like, you know, a, a snow paw and a snow tail, and they're totally different characters, and I couldn't tell the difference between them. So are you just reading this book with like Wikipedia open on your computer the whole time? No, really, because I'm I'm just uh, I I gave up on that. Mm. <laughs> I just sure. I just go back. Um, I just put up with being confused whenever characters new characters show up. <laughs> yeah, it was something somebody else um I mean commented on my review. So that was strange. My first review for the Thunder, I mean the Warrior Cats, was it got a ton of comments but not a lot of views. And oh. one of the comments was somebody was like, I read the entire book, had no idea who anybody was, and I immediately <laughs> read it again. And then I kind of had an idea of who characters were. Oh, it sounds like I should not check out the series, because I have enough trouble in books with human names trying to keep track of who everybody is. I, don't, I have a feeling I wouldn't be able to handle this. Unless I, I do what you said and just don't even worry about it. 
Like, here's another problem on top of it. Yeah. They changed the name of the main character three times, so he's... Okay, he, great, yeah. He starts off as Rusty, Good. then he becomes um, Fire Tail or something, and in the second book, he's Fireheart the whole way through. Okay, is he, like, earning these names? Yeah, he's earning a new name, but he doesn't get told what the new name will be ahead of time, which I feel is kind what of... What if he earns a bad name? Like, that's what if exactly he's like Thunderbutt? my problem. <laughs> It's like, how is he supposed to handle that? And and at one point, they get mad at some person and, like, change his name. <laughs> um, okay. I'm totally forgetting what a broken Paw's name. Anyway, he broke the clan code, and so he gets, he gets demoted. Broken Paw. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I think next month's podcast should just be us reading this book out loud. I think that would be good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've already got some complaints. Uh, Sorry, it's on my mind, because like I said, I finished reading it yesterday. No, it's fine, because we're going to get a lot of angry comments about it now, and I'm I'm really excited about that. It's great, yeah. I love how they've got this list of cats outside of clans, and like half of them aren't even in this book. (laughs) I don't think... uh, Maybe they are. Getting back to to what I was going to mention, so I I posted yesterday, um, you know, just because I learned here um, from this cat book that you know cats can give birth to two to six kittens at once but they can all be from different fathers i this sounds we we can use this this sounds good (laughs) i was just looking up because it got me curious it's like okay they kind of mentioned mating in this this cat series i was just looking up here's what real cat mating is like they they apparently just you know the female cat wants as many fathers as possible so she can have as many children as possible. Apparently that's the norm for cats. I'm like, I feel like we need to change cat president now. Well, okay, to, uh, no, this is, this. save this for cat president three. Remember, um, one of the pathways that we cut for cat president two, I don't think this is a spoiler since we're, we didn't end up using it. Um, we were talking about having uh, a twins pathway, right? Mm-hmm. Where one of the, so what if um, we could do a twins in the next game, uh, and it, they could have two different fathers? Um, and sort of tangentially related to that, I recently learned that there actually is a pair of twins in government, and they have been confused for each other before. <laughs> it's Julian Castro and Joaquin Ca- Castro. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. was the uh, housing and urban development head under yes. uh, President Obama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was in the news recently that um I think there was like a picture of one of them in the newspaper and they they captioned it with the wrong name something like that. It's just it's just so funny to me that like we 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 tried to come up with these weird ideas for our game and they ha- they just end up happening in real life. So my question is going to be it's like who was the one that sent in the correction was it one of the twins themselves <laughs> or was mom reading the newspaper? Cuz I feel like if it's that hard to tell them apart <laughs> it would have been hard for somebody to notice oh, they made that mistake i hope it was mom i'll write that down we could use that too <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no like as soon as i heard that that was an actual thing in the actual u.s government i was like i can't believe we didn't we we cut that pathway i felt so silly so we should definitely if there's a cat president three we should definitely do a twins pathway that t- this time i definitely feel like that would be really high pressure if your if your brother 
what your twin brother was the president. Like, you couldn't get away with anything <laughs> without making oh, your brother look bad. If your bad. twin brother is the president... Oh, but you would definitely be switching in and out of office, right? Like, if you looked enough like each other, oh, there's no way. You would you would both be president. One person <laughs> would just get to chill half the time, and the other person has to work. This <laughs> turned into a Sweet Valley High novel. That's like Donald Trump's dream, right? Like, he could have a twin that actually does the actual work, and he just plays golf all day. <laughs> Like, that's perfect. That's like everyone's dream. <laughs> that is like everyone's dream, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I wish I had a secret twin. Well, it's a secret. We can't tell you about it. That's true. Maybe I do. Maybe it's the twin on the podcast this month. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's the our cat president news. Yes. Um, with- yeah, the... the- We've finished revisions on the script, and um, we we got oh, and I posted on Facebook and Twitter asking for cat pictures. Um, so I wanted to 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 set the scene here. Uh, last year, last time we did this for Cat President One, when I asked for cat pictures, we got about fifty submissions. This time, I it's approaching like three hundred. It was it was a pretty absurd number of cat pictures. I'm very excited about this. Probably not going to have to use too much stock art in this game, I don't think. It's great. So yeah, so uh, next up on my to-do list for Cat President will be uh, to start at least casting the main characters, and then uh, just go ahead and start coding the intro. So that's very exciting. Okay, so with the other news we've got, um, there's been no progress with the uh, (laughs) Encyclopedia Brown game. I think I said, Uh. (laughs) like I submitted it, and... uh, I'm just waiting to hear back from the people I submitted it to. Yeah. I think it's been three weeks since they said, oh, we got it now. It's definitely just going to be released one day, right? <laughs> They're just going to release it without telling me. And it's yeah. It's going to be terrible. And um, uh, no big updates on Internet Court either. Uh, I've sort of gotten caught up this past month with a gigantic contract that is taking up most of my time. I was just sort of barely able to go back and forth with you on the revisions. Um, so, so it's good the revisions court. are done, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I think, I don't know where we were when we last talked about it, but uh, case number two is basically done. I just need to add music to it, and then it's on to case number three. I've been finishing up the uh, the second path the second pathway of um, the kidnap prom queen so that's that's been going on awesome. I, I probably will finish today maybe hopefully I'm on like the last chapter which is sometimes the hardest one because it's basically I need to recap every it's sort of like a mystery so it's like ugh. I need to recap all the clues and all the characters I don't know it's something I did with the Pride and Prejudice game, so I'm just reusing it, because that's what Pride and Prejudice does. Is basically, the author just took a list of all 500 characters and dedicated like a, a paragraph to each character. And that's mm-hmm. sort of what like the last two chapters are. It's like, here's what happened to this character. Here's what happened to Thunderpaw. Here's what happened to Brackenface. <laughs> and, and just keeps going on. Brackenface? I think that's a character in this... Bracken face? What is that? E- oh my gosh, it's real! <laughs> there it is! It's on the Warrior Cats wiki. A handsome Tom with pure white fur. Oh man, very handsome indeed. <laughs> he has a Bracken face. I, what I does get... Bracken mean? I don't even... He has amber eyes. <laughs> Bracken. What has he appeared in? Bracken's a type of fern. 
and it's edible. Oh yeah, I'm, I I don't know if I'm learning the names of like real ferns or you know types of plants, but the, the cats obviously need medicine cats because they're busy trying to kill each other all the time, so they need to <laughs> heal each other all oh, the time. Oh, so is Bracken Brackenface a healer? I don't think so. I think Brackenface is just a brown tabby and white tom Man, with, with this yellow eyes. This really really makes me want to play a D&D campaign with all cats. Actually, kind of does, yeah. So, oh man, now I've got to see if, if I can find where Brackenface was. <laughs> is this actually a character in the book, or is I just making up a name, and it just happens to be one because all their names are the same? I think but, I got. But... <laughs> I think I got it confused with Brackenpaw from Brackenpaw. <laughs> yes. Why is Bracken one of the things that can be in your name? This is why you don't want to get upgraded to, like, a oh, warrior wait, name. Wait, there's also Bracken Fur. You see what I mean about it's impossible to tell the names of any of these characters? You must have to worry so much, like, about whether someone already has your name, too. Like, cats only have so many different parts, right? Bracken Fur, Bracken Face, Bracken Tail. Like, you're gonna run out eventually. Do they keep a database of all this somewhere? Because otherwise you're gonna have, like, uh, you know, 12 different white paws. There are only so many colors that cats are. <laughs> Weren't we supposed to be answering questions this month? <laughs> I was... I, I, I finished the, the, I'm the second pathway of the, the kidnapped prom queen. That's fun. Um, so now I get to go through like the, the rounds of revision. And so um, first it's just going to be doing a big spell check to make sure I didn't do any typos. And then um, I think we do a check just to make sure the game actually plays, which I've I've always failed every single time I've tried. <laughs> and then they've got a second automated check for uh, it. Basically, just picks random answers to make sure you know tries to go through every single pathway to make sure every single pathway works. Mm-hmm. So and then I go and then I'll send it out to testers. So that's going to be the plan uh, for me with that game. Basically, uh, just just finish writing. And then just do all that wrap-up stuff to make sure I actually actually wrote it correctly. And um, and then I'm going to move on to other projects before coming back to video games. Well, yeah, you have to start putting together our uh, our cat-themed D&D campaign now. All right. So we, we promised people we'd be doing a bunch of uh, Q&A this month, so uh, we should probably get on that. Before the podcast is over. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's what I was going to say. We, we, we've finished updating on our stuff. I'm just going to go down the list and see how many of these we can get through. All right. Uh, this question's from, uh, and you'll see that a lot of the questions are from this person. We have a question from Alicia V. Parker, who asks, Should kids learn about creating games in school as a course or an extracurricular activity? And I'm not sure if she's asking if... We should learn about if kids should learn about games in school in general, or if if she wants to know specifically if it should be a course or an extracurricular activity. Um, so I know there's a day of code thing that schools are like jumping on. I'm not sure jumping on is the correct thing. Hour of code, yeah. that's it. Hour of code, but also day of code. I mean, I'm just looking here. So uh, it's a special learning day. All classes were canceled so the kids could learn how to code. Hmm. I wonder how much coding you can learn in just a day, though. I don't know, but it looks like, yep. 
I mean, they've got Dave Code stuff for pre-K, uh, first to third, four to six, seven wow. to eighth. And they've got all sorts of videos they can show with all these inspirational people. I see Bill Gates. I see, uh, what's her name, Malala. But yeah, no, schools schools are doing that. Hourofcode.com, uh, I guess. Interesting. Well, that's one of the questions. How much can one learn in an hour? They had your exact question. <laughs> oh, and what, what was the answer? Nothing. No. <laughs> the goal what? of Hour of Code is not to teach anyone to become an expert computer scientist in an hour. One hour is only enough to learn that computer science is fun and creative, that it's accessible at all ages huh. for all students, regardless of background. So it's less about teaching coding and more about just like promoting this as, as a thing you could do if you're interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, and that's sort of the problem with, with teaching just technology in general in classes, right, is that is everything moves so fast. I know that's a common criticism about um, college programs, college courses in coding. It's that by the time you learn, I mean, you learn the software in the class, and by the time you graduate, that software is not really what people are using anymore. Yeah, so what will you basically what I've heard it explained is you learn how to code that mindset of here's how we program stuff is more useful than learning how to code in a specific language. Because, I mean, if you know uh, how to handle an if-then tree in RenPy, then you should know how to handle an if-then tree in, uh, you know, C++ or Python yeah. or no, any other really language. Point. I'm pretty sure if-then trees work the same in all those different languages. Just just even how yeah. to think in that mindset. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Anyway, what's our next question? Yeah, uh, another question, uh, also from Alicia V. Parker. Uh, is it getting easier in creating games after you create so many back-to-back? Is it getting getting easier for us to make games? I was going to say no, because we can't get a pause button in Internet Court. <laughs> well, I think it's because like each game we try to do a little more. Like We, we don't really just kind of make we we try to expand with each game right we try to add new mechanics do new things work with renpai in new ways like i mean my nigerian prince took us only a few months to make but it's also a very small game with with very little going on in it whereas something like cat present with million different pathways all these visual effects we try to do like i think it gets harder just because we make it slightly more complicated every time what do you think do you think it's been getting easier over time or harder I'd say both. I mean, like you said, uh, when we try to do something more complicated, that just seems to throw us off and get us as confused the first time. <laughs> but, I mean, there's something like, um, even with Cap President 2, where you, you, you put like a note, I think it was to yourself again, where it's like, yeah. okay, we need to make sure that the player didn't insert this as their name. Yeah. And so I was able to just like copy-paste a, a thing about double-checking if the player has named the character this um, from Mermaid Mission Titanic. So that that wouldn't have... That would have probably taken us forever, like, if that was our first game, but... It's true. There's, there's like, a, a certain amount of, like, building on top of our previous games that we're able to do. Like, I definitely copy and paste a lot of code from our previous stuff instead of having to write it all from scratch. And for Cat President 2 specifically... Uh, I fully intend to uh, use a lot of the GUI stuff, the, the, the interface stuff from the first game, and not redo a lot of that unless I have like an idea of how I want to change it. Um, I think uh, so. I think for that, in that 
respect, uh, the coding for Cat President 2 should go uh, significantly faster just because there's a little... Uh, there's a little less legwork that I have to do. Plus, you very helpfully wrote the the script in like RenPy format in Word, which which should sh- save uh, quite a quite a bit amount of work. Like I, I don't I don't have to format all of the dialogue. You've already done that. So I I, th- I think you're right. I think it's a mix of both. It, it's easier because we're able to build on stuff we've done before, but it's harder because we're trying to do more. I think that's a that's a succinct way to put it. Um, here's another question, also from Alicia. Um, what happens to the ideas you decide not to use? They go in the folder. <laughs> I think, uh, like, we've got a folder of uh, ideas we want to yeah. use, but, um, you know, weren't able to. Yep, I have, a, I have a whiteboard in my office, too, that lists current projects we're working on, and then a list of ideas, just, like, names of projects that we might want to work on at some point. Yeah, some have been on there for a while. Weird moms. Uh, how about sexy priest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. That was like oh. two years ago. <laughs> so yeah, um, what happens to our ideas? We we hang on to them and think about maybe using them in the future. Maybe yeah. Oh, I I think I do have an update on the um. This is on sexy priest. No, no, weird moms oh. actually. Oh yeah. Totally unimportant. Doesn't matter. But <laughs> I changed the picture for one of the moms. Excellent. So um, it, it bugged me that um, uh, the pictures were. I just went with whatever it is in Pizza Delivery Boy, uh, like three hundred wide by five hundred and sixty tall. Yeah. Sure. So that sounds right. yeah, yeah. So the one character was. Um, like 400, 500 wide, and, you know, it just bugged me. So I went and changed it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I went back. At, I, it was, that was the one day um, I did work on something besides the uh, the kidnap prom queen. <laughs> hmm. I'd, I'd forgotten that we even had part of that, that game coded already, to be honest, that we had pictures for it already. I've got, yeah, that one pathway is yeah. completely, um, well... I, I mean, we have to review it, but it it should be yeah. relatively finished. Cool. But also with the escape room game, um, I changed one of the. Um, but it was basically it was something I'd done in, in paint, but now the squares are actually square now. Excellent. Which is surprisingly difficult to do in Photoshop. I'm sure it's probably super easy to do in Photoshop, and I just don't know how. But <laughs> <laughs> So what I did was I just did a normal yeah. square in, in paint <laughs> and then mm-hmm. moved it to Photoshop. Um, I think in Photoshop, I mean, I, I can I can tell you what I, how I think it works. There's, there's like an icon or a tool for drawing like rectangles and squares right yeah there is and it's never seemed to work for me for whatever reason i think reason. if you hold shift while doing it it makes it a perfect square ah, yeah I that think. would make some sense uh, yeah. i think and it's the same way with like the line tool it'll keep the line going straight in that direction yeah i know the one about the line tool. yeah yeah so i think it's the same thing all right next question uh from timothy bridges what do you think of adventure games that have little to no characters? Games like The Witness or Myst. Oh, I've never played either of them. I did. You've never played Myst, really? Yeah. Seems like something that would have been on your radar. It wasn't for whatever reason. <laughs> it's all puzzles and stuff. You like puzzles and stuff. Yeah. 
Maybe I'll commission you to play it on your channel. Actually, I probably won't because I don't really like Mist very much. Please don't. The game's terrible. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's terrible. I think a lot of people like it. I just don't. Uh, what about you? Do you like do you like characters in your adventure games, or do you not care that much? I prefer. Um, I'm trying to imagine like Nancy Drew without Nancy Drew. Yeah, like Nancy Drew without any suspects. That sounds like a terrible mystery. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> there are no characters. There's nobody to question. We just sit around doing nothing all day. You're just exploring this completely empty world, devoid of all humanity. That sounds kind of cool. Isn't there a game like that already? <laughs> Problem. Post, wait, post-apocalyptic Nancy Drew. That sounds great. That'll be Francie Drew 3. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's dead. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I guess we prefer games with characters. We certainly haven't made any games that, any, any games that don't have characters that I can think of. Our games are usually based around A or, or multiple characters, in fact. Yeah, we generally have dialogue in our games, yeah. Yeah, hard to do visual novels without it, I suppose. I think it's I've played... Just a, it's just a slideshow at that point. I seem to remember I played at least one um, adventure game, but it's more like a puzzle puzzle game, basically, where you're just trying to yeah. get the character from left to right. I guess that means there's a character, but... No, I remember. It's something like Cardboard Quest or something. Yeah. Well, I guess in Myst too, like there has to be a character. You you're playing as somebody, I guess, unless you you Michael are the character. I don't know. I I I yeah. I need to play Myst someday. Yeah, you probably should. I think I think Myst is Nancy Drew without a culprit or a murder. I think that's what it is. All right, another question from Alicia V. Parker: Who has the weirder ideas between the two of you? I know it's funny if we both say the other person. Oh wait, how about how about this? How about this? Oh, on three, we both say who we think it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> this will work fine. We're doing this on Skype. It'll work perfectly. Oh, okay, okay, okay. One, two, three. It's, it's gotta me. be you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, here's a here's another question from Joseph Martin. How does having punctuation in your name affect official stuff where you need to provide it? The uh exclamation point in Oh Rock Studios. And uh is there a comma? There is. Comma and exclamation point. So I I think I talked about this before, but the Facebook page they wouldn't let me put the exclamation mark in it, so our Facebook page is just Oh, a rock studios, and I I hate it. It makes me so upset. Does not Did you it does check not to see if they have that if they let it. Oh, if they changed it since I complained about it last, I haven't. I could do it right now. They have changed Facebook pages sometime, with, or at least they bugged me. Say, hey, Michael, do this for your Facebook page, huh? Oh, huh? you want to? Mm. Yeah, they changed um the category that um Argelfumpf is, and so oh weird. What's your category now? Gaming video creator. That's, oh, yeah. uh, that's you. the new category. Yeah. That sounds right. But um, I forget. Now I need to see what my other category was. I think it was just entertainer, I think, was the best. Public figure, that was it. Public figure. So, um, yeah. So now I'm a gaming video creator and arts and entertainment. I don't know how <laughs> accurate arts and entertainment is, but I draw lots of pictures. 
All right, well, my computer's being slow, so I'll figure that out later, but that's a good idea. I'll, I'll give it another shot to see if they'll let me change it. Um, yeah, besides that, it, it hasn't really come up. Like, I, <laughs> I haven't really done that much official stuff. Like, I when I present the name to, like, a, a, a convention that I'm going to be showing stuff off at, like, nobody's gotten it wrong yet, so that's nice. Um, hasn't It hasn't really caused that many issues, to be honest. Just the stupid Facebook page. Uh, another question from Alicia. What was one of the weirdest things to happen while creating a game? What's something weird that's happened while we've made a game? Oh, one of my favorites was when I was working on uh, the Awkward Steve games. Um, right, The first game was A Stranger Comes Calling, and then the second game, uh, Don't Turn Your Back on the Ocean. When I was working on the second game, uh, A Stranger Literally Came Calling while I was sitting in my hallway with a laundry basket over my head. You're sitting in the hallway holding a laundry basket on your head? Over my head, yes. Uh, It was an important part of the plot. Oh, you were recording that for the game. Sorry, it sounded like you were just sitting in the hallway with a a basket on your head while programming the game. I was filming! Yeah, so that was was awkward. Um, I believe I just hid in my laundry basket until they went away. Very very appropriate for the Steve character. That's very meta... Well, here's another weird thing. Yeah. Um, I think I complained uh, in a previous podcast where it's it's difficult to have character, I mean, let the player choose the gender of your character, mm-hmm. especially if it's a huge text-based game. This game's like over 100,000 words. It's Ugh. kind of impossible to like change the he and the she uh, mm-hmm. every single time. Well, apparently that, um, you know, they sort of realized that's a problem, and so they, they created an app which will basically just go through your game script and point out all the cases that you use, gendered pronouns. Oh. I was like, that would be great, except there's more than, you know, just the main character in the game. Like, yeah. most of the cast, you don't get to choose their, their gender. Yeah. it's it's. I guess it sounds like something you really have to be thinking about while you're writing it, right? You have to You have to just have to put the code for changing the genders as you're writing it instead of going back later and trying to add it in. That- yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that was something I yeah. discovered while, um, you know, while getting the Encyclopedia Brown game or the One Minute Mysteries. While getting that in is basically, oh hey, they've kind of got the option now to t- to make it a little easier to to uh, change the characters. Uh, yeah. Name slash gender. I'm like, cool. I wish I'd known that earlier. <laughs> um, one time, uh, I decided to to take my laptop on a field trip to work on Pizza Delivery Boy. And I was sitting in a cafe, and I and I realized how strange it was that I was sitting there in a cafe, uh, photoshopping close up pictures of Michael's torso. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, nobody commented or said anything, but I, I suddenly dawned on me how odd looking that scene was. <laughs> I think that happened at the um. I did <laughs> getting car at the car repair shop too. I was editing pictures of uh, and and this is even worse editing pictures of uh victoria budkey yeah just editing a, a just doing some weird photoshop on this woman nothing strange going on here don't worry about it <laughs> all right and we have one more from alicia we're, we're almost finished we've almost gotten through the entire list actually um one more from alicia do you believe that gaming is getting easier as time goes on or is it just as challenging as when you first started so i'm i'm, I'm taking that to mean Playing games, not not the question about game development that we answered already. Do you think playing games is easier or harder now? 
This is a podcast about playing games and yeah, making games. Playing games. Let's talk about that. Yeah, it's gotten. Uh, it, it's definitely gotten easier. Um, yeah. I mean, compared to like 1980s arcade games, where the goal was to basically have the player lose as often as possible, because then they'd have to throw another quarter into the machine. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason they call it Nintendo hard when you're talking about NES games, right? They don't, they don't, not all games are that challenging anymore. Um, I think specifically, like, the act of physically playing a computer game is a lot easier now. Because um, now you just download it on Steam and it works most of the time. Uh, you don't have to buy a disc and install it and then cross your fingers that it's going to work with all your weird video and sound settings on your computer. Um, I know that was, I, I, just didn't play computer games for the most part for the longest time because it was just always such a hassle to actually get it to work compared to like Super Nintendo where you just put the cartridge in and turn it on. Yeah, that's 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 true. And even, you know, trying to play like old games on computers is impossible. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's why I specifically have an old computer in my office for playing old computer games. It's it's rough to try to get them to work on new machines, but it's also rough to try to get them on to work on that half the time. And I think for me personally, playing games has gotten way easier, but that's just because I tend to choose easy games. Like I play a lot of adventure games and visual novels. I don't I don't play many if any games that require like precision jumping or hand-eye coordination of any kind. That's one of the things I really like about <laughs> Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. There's no yeah. jumping in that game. It's, I mean, your character auto-jumps every single time and makes the jump every single time. It's great. It's wonderful. All right. We have a question here from Nick of Time. Which dating sim would win in a fight? Cat President or Hatoful Boyfriend? Cats eat birds, so I'm going with our game. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to second that. Also, we made our game, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Thunderpaw would just consume every single one of those stupid birds. <laughs> Not even yeah. a question. Even the serial killer bird would, would like, Thunderpaw would destroy it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, oh. I've never played that game. <laughs> Is that game, a spoiler? <laughs> Oops. I'm pretty sure there's just a right and wrong answer to that, and the right answer is Cat President would win that fight easily. Um, so that's it for listener questions, but Michael, I had a question for you. An extremely important one. I need you to focus on this one. Okay. Alright. What Hogwarts house are you? I, we've been talking about Harry Potter on this podcast so much, and we somehow have not talked about this. I've never actually taken the test. Ah. <sighs> I recently assumed um, that I am uh, a Ravenclaw. Really? But being a kid, I always wanted to be Gryffindor, because that was the house where all the cool people were. (laughs) Everyone wanted to be a Gryffindor. All the main characters are there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, uh, I, I am a Hufflepuff. I did take the official test, and that's what it told me. I feel like if there was a way to take the official test without, like... Having to give them my email address, like yeah. would. I remember it was a, it was a whole thing back like back in early Pottermore when Pottermore just started. Like I had to go through all of this stuff in order to get sorted, uh, and I was originally slightly disappointed for that I got Hufflepuff because I thought it was the loser house, which I'm sure a lot of people do think because it's what it's the house that gets all the rest, right? <laughs> not the brave kids, not the smart kids, not the evil kids. It gets all the rest, but. <laughs> That is, 
That's so mean of the sorting hat to I know. put it that way. <laughs> but whatever, they're what they're they're kind and loyal and helpful, and I, I I I've I've grown to value the traits of the Hufflepuff, and I'm I'm very happy about that. I feel like those are. I mean, that <laughs> could be like generic. Okay, traits. leave me alone. <laughs> Everybody considers themselves to be nice. But okay, Mister Ravenclaw, like Ron... you're just smart. Ron is pretty. Ron is pretty loyal. I think he's more loyal than brave. Although he's done brave thing. I yeah. don't know. He ran out on Harry. Take <laughs> <Book seven laughs> it, Ron. Oh, I like how every book has to have like the two or three chapters where the group is fighting and they all break apart for that, like for a long time. Every single book, it's like she had a checklist of things that had to happen. Like, okay, uh, Ron gets mad at Hermione. Harry gets ra- mad at Ron. Okay, whatever. Anyway, I think that about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Argelfumpf, spelled exactly as it sounds. You can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io, or just visit orock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is Dead Monster by March of the Danger Men. You can check them out on SoundCloud. Uh, And remember... Next month, this month, whatever month, July 13th, I'm going to be showing off some of our games at Conklin Con in Conklin, New York. So uh, if anyone wants to come hang out with me, say hi, play some games that you've probably already bought on Steam before, uh, that would be awesome. I think the convention is free, and there's supposed to be other kinds of nerdy stuff there too, uh, and it'll probably be fun. So so come say hi. Uh, And finally... If you have any questions about game development or our game specifically, we would love to hear them. Email them to podcast at oarock.com. Is there anything you would like to add, Michael? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Spellcheck is saying wanna is not a word. I wanna make That's sure it's W-A-N-N-A. Ridiculous. Am I misspelling it or No. Oh man, I've gotten any more with a space in it. I don't know the rules between <laughs> any more one word. Uh wait, no, I know this one. It's if you don't want any more video games because you have too many video games. Like if it's a specific number of things, then it's any space more. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I misspelled comfort as comfrot. That's... Okay, and it looks like I misspelled baby and true. Gosh. <laughs> you misspelled baby? You have a baby. You should know that. Dragon fruit. Dragon fruit is a word, right? Dragon fruit? Dragon fruit? I guess. It sounds like a character from Warrior Cats. <laughs> I misspelled through. I put a T at the end of through. I guess... So, throat is a word now. <laughs> I misspelled says. <laughs> Michael! Is fake out yeah. one word or two? Uh, how are you using it? That's just a fake out clue. I would think it's hyphenated. Wow, that wasn't even one of the options! <laughs> oh man, I misspelled undoes as undows. <laughs> Oh, man. 
Now I've got to check. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I definitely looked it up because that is not how I would spell eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Oh, man. All right. I, we got to stop. But the, the grammar battle that I will never, ever, ever stop fighting. All right is two words. Yeah. Not one. All right. We can. We don't need two to go words. into this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk for another hour about this? Two words. <laughs>